Welcome another week to our radio program, Friendly Teachers. We are Irene, Laura, Anna, and Cristina. And we are excited about the three issues that we are going to, to treat today, because in our opinion are very useful and in fact very interesting. That issues that we are going to talk about are the following. Uh, I am going to talk about prejudice and group conflicts, group techniques, and mediation at the school. Let's start. To start today, we are going to talk about prejudice and group conflict. Uh, now we are going to talk about prejudice. And what is this? Prejudice is an attitude or orientation towards a group or its members that devalues it directly or indirectly, sorry. often to the benefit of the self or our own group. Example, when you are with your friends having a walk and suddenly you see a group of people with different characteristics, you tend to prejudice them. But have you seen that all the time to produce, you do it in a bad way? Few times you form an opinion about someone thinking in a positive way and due to this uh, you uh, create racism, ages, etc. Uh, something that should be in mind is a clear difference between prejudice and stereotypes. They were confused between both to the reason that the stereotypes were used as a negative concept instead of a simple idea of an object or person. On the other hand, prejudice um, is not just a simple idea, if not a bad opinion, of a characteristic of a group of their, or, or their members individually. According to Alport, a psychologist, the prejudice uh, can result from erroneous stereotypes. But uh, where does prejudice come from? The most general response to, to this question has been focused on threat. This means that our self-esteem is going to be a danger due to others' <coughs> group interest. At that point, we have also to give some importance to the perceptions. A case that, such as detecting by perception the threat um, to your uh, self-esteem and group interest, competition for scarce resources and how uh, we categorize ourselves as a member of a group and others as members of a different group can be crucial for prejudice. The last one mentioned is the most important condition to perjudice to occur. These different processes are guilty for the persistence of prejudice. In some way, prejudging a group gives us and our group a sensation of superiority. We can find different theoretical approaches, such as uh, the first one, frustration aggression, uh, that, was the, that was developed by Dollar. The principal idea indicated that all frustration ends with, with aggression. And at the same time, the aggression comes from a frustration. This hypothesis was used to explain the prejudice and the intergroup aggression. 
This theory was based mainly in the fact that exists a fixed quantity of energy used by the mind in order to realize a psychological activity. When this activity is achieved, the energy is removed and it returns to the balance. What happens when the activity is not achieved uh, as it was expected? At this point, aggression appears. The energy is not removed. The balance is not obtained. So the only way of getting any change is with the aggression. The aggression always has an objective, who is responsible for their frustration. The objective that can be of different uh, types, formless, uh, indeterminate, too powerful, uh, approachable, or someone you love, for example, your parents. When you are not able to pay your frustration with the main objective, automatically you pay it with another person or with an inanimate object. This theory has been applied extensively and with a high success of the intergroup aggression. Dollar objective was to apply it into a violence and aggression related to prejudice. An example is like um, if a group wants to attack in some way to another group, but this one is much powerful and important for attacking him, the aggression is moved to a weaker group. The weaker group is now the scapegoat. Miller, who was the most important figure in the study of the shift, indicated that the shift through the specialization could be able to change the aggression objective. The scapegoat would change and thanks to the specialization, the objective would be more focused on an object more similar to the main one. The biggest apply uh, means to explain the collective behavior and the relative privation. The authoritarian personality, it is a, a syndrome of personality originate in the childhood that influenced the members to be prejudiced. It was created by Adorno, Dollard, Frankel, Brunswick, Levinson and Sanford. This theory is based on Dollard and Coles, who believe that anybody can, ver can be prejudiced. prejudiced sorry. This depends on the aggression movement incited by the frustration. Adorno and Coles uh, believe that only the people with pre Prejudice personality can be prejudiced. They hold that some people are prejudiced and close mind against the, min the minorities. They hold that those kids whose parents have adopted hard practice to secure the emotional dependence develop an, an ambiguity in which they love and hate them. Due to the guilty, the hate could not be expressed, so it represents um, so the they pay back to weak people. Some of its characteristics are respect for the authority, obsession with the status, tendency to move the anger to the minority, intolerance for the ambiguity, etc. Adorno and Coles distribute a questionnaire of um, 2,000 members of California to study it. The third one, a rewind authoritarianism, created by Altmeyer, who defined it as a set of three attitudes with three components. The first one is conventionalism, that is the adherence to societal conventions that are endorsed by establishing authorities. The second one uh, is authoritarian aggression or aggression towards social deviants. Uh, the third one is authoritarian submission or submission to society 
establish authorities. In this theory, uh, we will uh, elect people with the same ideas to ours, and therefore we can have a better relationship to be an authoritarian ring-wing to the others. The fourth one is social dominance theory, in which is a theory which attributes the prejudice to acceptance by an individual of an ideology that legitimizes the hierarchy sorry, and the useful domain of a group and rejects the egalitarian ideologies. In the prejudice, the role of ideology is also important, created by Sidenius and Prato, that explains the extent in which people accept or reject social ideologies or myths that legitimize the hierarchy and discrimination of equality and impartiality. Now we are going to talk about prejudicial attitude. Uh, it's usual to consider prejudice as an attitude in which the attitude object is a social group. Prejudice has uh, three components. The first one, cognitive, that believes about the attitude <coughs> object. The second one, affective, that are strong feelings, usually negative, about the attitude object and the qualities that we believe that is has and the third one is cognitive that are the intentions to behave in certain ways toward the object of uh, of attitude <clears throat> derived from prejudice we have different types that are racism uh, that is the discrimination based on race or ethnicity in historical is historically responsible for some of the most atrocious acts in humanity in mass most of the research on racism has focused on attitudes and behavior against blacks in the United States. Historically, white people have a negative stereotype about black people on North America and reflects the general perception about blue-collar rural workers enslaved. Martin Baker proposes that explicit forms of racism, that is, all racism, have been replaced with new racism. Openly express, expressing racist or ethnocentric sentiments is taboo. But several prejudice or racist can work to present the speaker as reasonable while at the same time enable him to engage in prejudice. One strategy to avoid a church of being prejudiced is to deny it. Theon van Dyck notes how people often use dis disclaimers such as I'm not racist but, but and I'm not sexist but this over expression of cultural tolerance inoculates against the prejudice remark which follows it. In addition, certain personal differences are attributed and we create pre a prejudice just for not having the same culture. Another type of prejudice is sexism, which is a per as prejudice against people and discrimination of this depending on the gender. Almost all the research of sexism focus on prejudice and discrimination against women. And this is because historically women suffer most as victims of sexism. Uh, from its lowest position of power in relation to men in business, government and employment. These sex roles may have persisted because although gives men a structural power, they give mo women an interpersonal power. And of course, the extent that women has 
uh, over men, uh, they are equal as capable of discrimination against men. It is related to the moment of having a job. Since we attach the same job to a particular sex, uh, this the um, passage of time we try to get more balance or, or equality between the two genders in the work field. Another one is a games or the existence of age related stereotypes is um, undeniable. <clears throat> we all have them and they can generate expectancies and misunderstandings that are felt particularly strongly in work context. Susan Mitchell identifies four distinct generational stereotypes that might be partly attributed to real change in behavior due to a game. Traditionalists, the ones who are born between the 1925 and the 1945, they are considered as practical, patient, loyal, uh, loyal sorry, and hardworking, respectful of authority and rule followers. Baby boomers, the ones who are born between 1946 and 1960, they are optimistic, value teamwork and cooperation, are ambitious are, and are work, a work colleague. The following type is the Generation X, the ones who are born between 1961 and 1980, that are the ones that are skeptical. And the last type is the Millennials, the ones who are born between 19. 81 and 1999, and they are hopeful, they value meaningful working, diversity, change, and are technologically well informed. So, the next one is discrimination against homosexuals. That two millennia ago, homosexuality in different cultures was considered immoral, and the persecution of homosexuals became legitimate and acceptable. Homosexuality has been considered as a mental disorder. And unfortunately, but nowadays, people continue having this point of view. There has been a progressive liberation, liberation of attitude towards homosexuals till the ADS epidemic appeared. But right now, homosexuals have been recognized and they can even get married. Discrimination based on, on physical or mental handicap. Uh, prejudice and discrimination against the physically handicapped has a long past in which such people have been considered repugnant and subhuman. This discrimination against people on the, on the form of physical handicap is now illegal, illegal and socially unacceptable in most Western societies. Another facet of prejudice against the mentality Ill is the use of the mat label to dehumanize, dehumanize and justify discrimination against minority status group. As Stas said, to be different has become to be mad. But why prejudice is not evitable? Now we are going to talk about techniques for concerning its effects. Society is already adapted to prejudice. Since we are born and we grow, we start prejudging people, but there exist certain techniques to uh, counteract the prejudice. The first one is pointing out the cost of prejudice, the second one and determining the justification subscribed to the prejudice, and the third one is direct contact uh, from different groups. 
given that prejudice is assigned to a group of people and you approach position with a member of that group. You also approach positions with the group in general. An important point is that a large part of the prejudice is expressed in subtle ways and often hidden. Well, talk about the three types of conduct that is not so obvious and discrimination but however may conceal underlying prejudice. The first one is resignation to help to others, uh, to other groups to improve their position in society, ignore it and help to their efforts. It's a form of ensure that it's keep in disadvantage, that group. Uh, this strategy can be used by individuals, organizations, etc. The talk aims uh, that it's the practice of making publicly small concessions to a minority group uh, to deflect accusations of prejudice and discrimination. And the last one is reverse of, or positive discrimination, that it's a more extreme form of tokenism. A practice of publicity uh, being judgmental in favor of minorities to deflect the accusations of prejudice and discrimination against that group. Now, the effects of prejudice of the victims are prejudice are diverse. In general, prejudice is harmful because the stigmatism Groups and the people who belong to those groups, uh, the perceived discrimination have a significant negative effect on mental and physical health. But what, what are that stigmas? Uh, they are group attributes that mediate uh, a negative social evaluation of persons who belong to the group and that have two, two factors. The first one is visible stigma, such as race, gender, and obesity mean that people cannot easily avoid being prejudiced. Uh, then we have the concealable stigma, such as homosexuality, ideologies, religious affiliations, allow people to avoid experience and prejudice, and the second ones or control stigma, that is obesity, smoking, and homosexuality are those. To be controllable, people are responsible for having those things. And finally, the uncontrollable stigma have little choice in processing such as race, sex, and some illnesses. Other effects that affect self-esteem are failure, a disadvantage, and violence. Now, in from the prejudice and this attitude, we find a group conflict. We have to keep in mind that before the arrival of a conflict, then we can go through different situations. Conflict can be uh, defined as a struggle that involves opposing ideas, values, or limited resources. Uh, Morton Deust indicate that the conflict appears when two actions are incompatible between them. The first prevents and makes the second less probable. Um, to so not be able to achieve. It can be a struggle to defend your values or maintain your position of power. The intensity of the conflict may depend on several aspects, such as the following. The more important is the goal, the greater the intensity of the conflict will be. We can find the conflict of reconciliation. Um, in this case, the two pro Proposed ideas are important and we don't know which one we have to choose. The conflict of reconciliation um, the, is the decision that has been taken, uh, that has uh, good parts and bad. But this group conflict can be identified in order to analyze and <clears throat> act in different ways from different sources that are
The idea is a values conflict, that is, that each person has their own personal idea, either in religious or moral issues. Sometimes the goals are not achieved as expected, so it can cause a problem with goals. Then we have a status or power conflict. The status is the position of a member in which, in a group hierarchy, in the consensus status, the side is the position intended to occupy each one. If the agreement fails, there, there will be tension and conflict. The status can be reached or achieved, it is say, when the companions attribute it to you. Powers is the perceived influence to a person has about the other. At this point, come to the conflict. Sometimes a person might be at odds with the position of power that other is using. Goals conflict is based on the objective of each worker without having the necessity of being re revealed. In their conflicts, we can find terms such as the conflict resolution, which is defined by Phil and John, who said the components from the same company have the same position of power. And finally, we are going to tell you some of the strategies for handling a conflict or for managing it. According to Burke, a force can be used as the power to get acceptance, removed from the conflict, also soften, which means to avoid the issue and pretend that it's not important, and grant, uh, which means that each part gives a little of what they want. No one wins everything, everybody loses something. And finally, problem solution, that direct energy to sell the problem, try to teach an optimal solution, a collaborative effort. Now we are going to start with the second issue. Uh, for today that it's group techniques. Imagine if a teacher starts the class in a completely new way, as for example making a group game, yes, with that the teacher will gain a great environment for learning. Today with this issue we want to give you a useful lesson of, on methods to get close to our students and create relationships in, in the classroom. Some children may be isolated, so we should be aware of that and try to solve the difference. But first of all, what is a group? A group exists when two or more individuals define themselves as members of a team. Then a technique is the way we do some things to complete a goal. Uh, it's very useful a uh, way on, of teaching, for example, values, something that most of the teachers uh, doesn't know uh, how to do it. Yes, Laura, that's it. It can be also named as cooperative learning, isn't it? Yes, Irene. Do you know anything about it, out of what we uh, have said? Yes. It has gained increasing acceptance in classroom, here and abroad, as a strategy for producing learning gains, the development of higher order thinking, pro-social behavior, interracial acceptance, and as a way to manage academic heterogeneity in classrooms with a wide range of achievement in basic skills. Yes, that's completely true, Irene. Also, cooperative learning will be defined as students working together in small groups, enough that everyone can participate on a collective task that has been clearly assigned. Moreover, students are expected to carry out their task without direct and immediate supervision of the teacher. Uh, also, it's necessary to highlight that it's not the same that small groups that teachers often compose for the purpose of 
intense direct and direct instruction. Techniques that are effective for one outcome variable may well be ineffective for another. So thus, um, it's essential to distinguish among different meaning of productivity in effectiveness. Training students for cooperation is very important. That will be useful in all day life. That's not important to create a great environment of learning. Also, teaching them how to work in group may help them in the future. And giving students specific feedback uh, on their cooperative behaviors and asking them to reflect on how the group is behaving with respect to specific skills can have good results as well. To create a good group um, work, there must be a previous organization of the activity. Choose the correct activity, create the perfect environment to make it, and finally make an evolution of the goals. It's important also not to forget that each group may, may be unique and may have different necessities. Uh, what may work for one group can be useless for others. Uh, we must never stop trying group techniques. Uh, Results and research prove their utility, but we need to keep focused and see that it does not work in order to change it. The management of cooperative learning requires the, te the teacher to deal with instruction that had become uh, quite complex. Instead of the whole class working on the same task, uh, there may be uh, as many as six or seven groups working on their own pace. Or in some cases, each group may be working on a different task. In other words, the teacher needs to have a really active role while practicing group techniques, establishing clear norms in essential, as well as enhancing a participative communication. And what do we expect to get from group techniques? Of course, with group techniques, we look for several objectives. Improve the social climate, productivity or learning, and make the integration of the individuals easier. Some advantages of using group techniques are converting conflicts and resistance into positive energy that powers the group, dealing with dis disruptive group members such as, such as talkative students or those who feel leaders, turning a crisis into an opportunity. All the theoretical part uh, is very important, but the most important thing to talk in this issue is how do we choose the correct group technique. For this, we need to consider other aspects such as group size, the available resources, the previous experience, and in general, the participants' characteristics. Also, group techniques must encourage self-development of the members as individuals and of the group as, as, as a unity. Sorry. If we develop this technique correctly, we can obtain aspects from personal and group progre progress as motivation, ability to express ourselves, Respect, commitment, learn to listen, to care for the rest, to have empathy, to develop companionship, friendship, etc. Now we are going to see a different group techniques according to emotional objective with satisfaction techniques as get to know the group and establish and improve human relationship. Or to make assignment a objective with course technique as organization decision making and content. We are going to see several techniques. 
but it is important to, under, to understand that each student and each group has essential needs and consequently everything needs to be adapted. Thank you, Christina. Yes, that's very important. To begin with, let's start with emotional techniques. Their objective is to get to know each other and facilitate internal relations, as well as break the possible blocks that may exist. This also improves positive interactions and influence. They last around 13-40 uh, minutes and could be done once a day to obtain greater effects. The first technique is called I am. It's participant. Uh, has a, a piece of paper with the sentence I am, which they must complete the, to show the others how they are. In a small groups, they change the papers and know their, their classmates. Sorry. After the little game, students will start to realize about the compatibility with the others. This is the beginning of something big that may last for a long educational period. Technique 2. My name is... The members are around the room until the teacher signal. When they start to move and shake hands with the students they face, they have to say their name and a personal characteristics. Afterwards, the teacher has to make a cycle. They need to answer several questions such as What vegetable would you be? What is your favorite animal? At the end of this activity, each student has to remember some of the facts uh, he has listened from these classmates. The third um, technique is storytelling. In a circle, or one of the participants starts to tell a story he is making up. Another one follows successively until all of them have participated. In the end, the teacher helps uh, to tell the story again to see if all of them have understood the, study, the story. Technique four, tell me your problem. We need six volunteers. One of them is the interlocutor and the other five are receptors. The interlocutor is going to tell the others a problem and the other five has to give a response. Each of team must act differently. Not everyone can agree or disagree. On the other hand, uh, we have course techniques that promote creativity, tolerance Analysis of stimulation and freedom of, of, of expression. Sorry, the general length is around 45 and 60 minutes. So let's get through the most important ones. The technique one is called rounded table. Each participant in the table tells his point of view regarding the topic that is being treated. Several questions and comments uh, will be asked to the participants. The mediator makes a final summary about the topic. For example, we can talk about social networks in ICT class. The teacher can send the questions such as how uh, should we protect more our social lives. Then the students show uh, their different points of view in order to reach a common decision later. The second one uh, is, is called feeling that the teacher sends a question and divides the class into six groups and each one with a spokesperson. Uh, they have six minutes to decide the answer to the question and all of them need to take part in the argument and all of them need to agree. The answers are written in the blackboard and finally they reach a conclusion among the whole class. The technique three is help or obstacle. In the blackboard, the teacher draws two columns, uh, help versus obstacles. Help is the set of issues that enable them to be near to the objective. 
Obstacles prevent them from getting to the objective. The ideas are written in the blackboard and they analyze each of them. Afterwards, they decide how to get to the objective with the ideas that they have made. The role-playing uh, is the funniest technique. Uh, why doesn't like theater? The teacher sets uh, out a problem. He selects actors and represents the problem during 10 or 15 minutes. Then both actors and spectators talk about the problem in order to reach a conclusion. Now, you all might know that kids can interpret group techniques as a play. The major difference between work and play, even when work is enjoyable, is that work always has a goal like earning money or feeling useful. Before an, an activity can be considered as a play, it must contain five essential characteristics. Intrinsically motivated, a freely chosen, pleasurable, non-literal place, and actively engaged. Because of the fact that children's place is spontaneous and freely chosen, it is often uh, very imaginative. Indeed, it is sometimes described as creative and we develop the ability to see things in new and different ways. A number of plays, materials and activities have been uh, identified as highly likely to stimulate intellectual growth, blocks, clay, water, music and creative movement. It's very obvious that play is essential to children because play is a natural form of, of expression to children and it allows them to communicate their feelings effectively. allows adults to enter the world of children and to show children that they are recognized and accepted. And observing children at play helps adults understand them better. Since play is enjoyable for children, it encourages them to relax and to reduce their anxiety and def defensiveness. Play gives children opportunity to realize um, about their feelings, such as hunger or fear, that might be difficult to express otherwise. Plays afford children the opportunity to develop social skills that might be useful in future situations. And also, plays give children a chance, a chance to try out new roles. Uh, and to experiment. As we said before, the last step to complete a group technique is the evaluation. That is a process in which anal analyze checks that the group organization is working properly. This way, uh, we can see the weakness to turn them into strengths, and everyone uh, should contribute to the evaluation so as to have a wider global, global point of view. We should also evaluate the group itself, its psychology, the coordination, communication, intervention, individual contribution, norms, understanding of the topic, organization and consequence. With this, uh, we finish this issue. We hope uh, you really like it and give you some ideas to put into practice in the classroom. Now it's time for two minutes of advertisements and we will come back with the last issue, meditation at the school.
Sorry, Cristina, but it's not meditation, it's mediation at the school. So, to start, uh, we are going to put a definition that uh, of mediation that uh, has been modeled Sorry, model. Along the years, so there is not a specific definition for it. Uh, we have several authors who have provided their own definition. Starting with Tussard, according to him, the meditation is a negotiation between adverse parts in the presence of a third neutral person, whose role is to facilitate the search for a solution for, uh, to the conflict. Then, according to, according to Jean-François Cis, mediation is an action done by a third person between two persons or group of people that participate and freely allow uh, and to which correspond the final decision destined to create a, or recreate a new relation and avoid or heal one relationship. Later, the authors of the book The Promise of Mediation, Bass and Folger, explain a different history of mediation based on the satisfaction of individual needs that is linked with the previous definitions. The alternative history was called transformational mediation, and it conceives the conflict not as, not as a problem, but as an opportunity of personal and social growth through the strengthening of the abilities and, capa and capabilities of each human being and recognition of other. Along the years, different theories have been developed as these new theories apply, amplify previous ones. The first one, uh, according to Folbert and Taylor, in general terms, the mediation is the process throughout the participants of the conflict with the assistance of all, another person try to isolate the problems of the dispute in order to find different options or alternatives to find a mutual agreement. In consonance with Jimenez, the concept of mediation is experimenting big changes thanks to new contributions, <coughs> extending the intervention to more than conflicts like tensions, bad communication, etc., and not only solving the conflicts but also preventing them. Finally, based on the idea of Pérez, Ochaita and Espinosa, Mediation is a system for the improvement of those human relations in which there are tensions, pursuing as the main purpose of the meditation process not only the achievement of an agreement between the parties, but the establishment of an improvement of communication and interaction. How does the history of mediation at the school arise? The history emerged some 30 years ago in the United States in response to growing violence existing in schools. In the 1960s and in the 1970s, religious and pacifist activists began to understand the importance of teaching children skills and skills to resolve, to resolve conflicts. At that time, the teachers began to incorporate this teaching within the curricula, but his efforts were isolated and disorganized. In 1981, Educators for Social Responsibility organized this independent activity into a national association. So their main concern uh, was how to student can learn alternative methods of dealing with conflict, precisely uh, what educators 
educator, sorry, for peace um, had purpose for years. And then, uh, while educators develop conflict resolution methods within the curriculum college in the neighborhood, the Center of Justice carries them through the United States. In order to provide response and access to the justice system, these centers offer mediation service for interpersonal conflicts and community disputes. Volunteers were trained on non-adversarial resolution of disputes and help people resolve their conflict without going to court. But both mediators, volunteers and professionals quickly understood the importance of teaching the younger these techniques. And finally, in 1984, about 50 educators from the United States and community mediators met for the um, initiation of conflict resolution programs at the school. Participants want to have an international support and they create an organization for those who had already um, initiated the program of the National Academy for Mediators in Education, NAME. The objectives uh, are the, mediat the mediators uh, are people of education community itself, such as student, teacher, parent that uh, wish to be trained in the principles and technique of mediation. In general, the programs of mediation have as uh, objectives the prevention of violence and fights between the students and other members of the community of education and teach the abilities for the solution of disputes. As collateral effects of these programs, their people in charge point to the improvement of school climate, the learning skills and abilities applying the future life of each participant, promote a culture of peace and reinforce the process of dialogue. Now, the types of mediation. The concept of mediation as a methodology to solve disputes and approach of preventing conflicts and transform their relations to later describe two types of programs in mediation in schools are deeply connected to two conceptual frames that are the social mediation, in concrete the social intercultural mediation, and the programs of school mediation. First, we have the familial mediation. It's one of the most common fields in which the application of mediation occurs. Mediation intervenes in divorce and separations, trying on one hand to reduce the pain and suffering that provokes the separation to all the members affected, more when we are children involved, and on the other hand, that the charge that families children are facing the increase of separation and divorce in occidental societies that, that suppose an increase of public ex expenditures and more slowness of resolution of judi judicial processes. Social intercultural mediation aid has been defined by Jimenez as a type of intervention of third parties in a an, in an situation of significant multiculturalism oriented to the achievement of the others and the approaches of the parts, the communication and mutual comprehension, the leader, the learning, sorry, and development of the cohabitation, the, regular, the regularization of the conflict and the institutional adaptation between social factor or ethnoculturally different, differentiated institutions.
Interculturality is defined by the same uh, author as a project of establishing interpersonal and social relations in which the subjects are recognized as interlocutors, they communicate adequately, enrich reciprocally, etc. Interculturality is supposed several objectives of huge value in order to guide the difficult uh, work and process of mediation in 1997. Uh, now, basic principles of mediation process. A critical analysis of, of the mediation process reveals that effective mediation is based on four fundamental principles. The first one, understanding and appreciation of the problems confronting the parties. Uh, to make note to the parties the fact uh, that the mediators know and appreciate their problems. Three, creation of doubts in the parties about the validity of the assumed positions with respect to their problems. And four, suggesting of alternative approach that can facilitate agreement. It's important to know that the mediator uh, does not act as a judge, has no authority to impose decision. Instead, it uh, conducts face-to-face -face audience with those confronted and using special abilities to listen, ask, negotiate, and create opinions. Options, sorry. Help the parties to develop uh, their own solution for the dis dispute. Now, talking about the processes, a mediation in a school environment is developed in six steps. The first step is called premeditation. It consists in a meeting with the mediators and the conflict parts. This meeting lets the mediator to know the opinion from the conflict parts and also if they are ready to change the point of view of the conflict to dialogue with the opposite part, etc. The second step is developed in the case that the conflict part agree to a dialogue. So the mediators will start with the mediation process. They, are, they all meet together. It begins with a presentation that explains how the process will be developed and also the role of the mediator will play. The students are also required to maintain respect at all the times. The third step is one of the, of the most important because it's when the conflict parts give their opinion of the conflict and how they have lived the situation. Meanwhile, the mediator starts start to comprehend the situation. In this way, the mediator becomes translators who, by understanding each other, one survey, facilitates the approachment between the conflicting parties. So, most of the school mediation uh, deal with a single issue in which they usually appear the same protagonist. <coughs> if the mediators uh, detect other issues of the presence of new protagonists, they would have to do different sessions to deal with the new issue. So, the fifth one is overcome the previous step. It's the time to look for solutions. They have to be fair for both of them. That is to say, they have to satisfy their necessities. In fact, the solutions have to congruent with their necessities since neither party must renounce for satisfaction of their necessities. Uh, this, the sixth one. Uh, once the solutions has been attached, they have to establish uh, the way and the time to supervise the compliance of the students involved in the conflict. 
and also to congratulate them for their capacity of finding solutions for their problems and for transforming their relationship into a satisfactory one for both of them. Now we have advantages and limitations of a mediation. So mediation is a method of resolution of conflict that is offering many options and possibilities in educative centers. Experience on, on a school is showing uh, that although it is a good measure with effect result, mediation must be part of several resources in the educational centers to manage the cohabitation in a democratic way. Principal advantages of mediation. Uh, first one, mediation is a method compatible with other type of penalties, preventive, repair, and re-educative measures. It is a method that clearly bids for the transformational potential of dialogue to regulate and solve conflicts. However, an educative center must count with multiple resources of management the conflicts. Mediation should be compatible with all the methods uh, when they are located in the same path, and the use of them is the appropriate in each situation. Such penalties, uh, preventive, repair, and re-educative nature methods. Also, mediation and other repair and re-educative measures must be applied when a conflict has occurred. Educational centers need preventive measures that avoid the appearance of, med of mediation and solution of conflicts. The second one is mediation in an attractive method to introduce a model of democratic management in schools. Mediation has been the impulse to introduce uh, to many educational centers in the democratic management of cohabitation. The interest of the resolution system of conflict joined teachers' teams that receive information in mediation as general democratic management of cohabitation. The third one is mediation promotes the capability of the educative community to regulate conflicts. As we have mentioned, educative centers that count on mediation system need to offer formation to the members of the community of education in, in order that they carry out the function of mediators. This, this formation should be designated to teachers, students, families and staff of the community. This participative system of self-management of conflicts multiplies the possibilities of help inside the communicative centers and improve the quality of cohabitation. Meditation fosters reconciliation and repairment. Meditations deal with two key aspects for solving conflicts. The repair of the damaged cause, whether it is material or moral, and the reconciliation of the broken relation. It results in a better comprehension of the other's point of view, in a decrease of hostility and the fix of the damage. Then the reconciliation can end in much responses from we respect each other but we are not friends to this conflict has been useful to know deeper each other and strengthen our friendship, resulting in other type of satisfactory relationship. Mediation provides empathy between the parts. Medi mediators uh, listen to every part uh, of the process in order that everyone feels personality, comprehend and to facilitate the mutual comprehension. So when someone comprehends the feeling that, that 
his or her behavior generate in others, that person seems to be more uh, propitious to change the conduct. Empathy is the previous condition to change and mediation is one to transformation of conflict, putting empathy in the <coughs> comprehension of others. So mediation develops the uh, reflection of consequence. Being conscious uh, of the effect of our conduct may help in the future to anticipate the consequence of our act without the necessity of doing it before. Mediation situates both part of their consequence will facilitate them to a major cognitive control over the impulse. Mediation facilitates alternative thinking. Mediations uh, help the members to face their necessity to solve the conflict. This alternative thinking use issues when the parts look for compatible solutions according to the necessities of both, of both not only as solution to solve the conflict, but also as guideline for the future, in order to choose between different alternatives, the conduct that satisfies the most it needs without breaking the needs of the rest. Limitations of mediation. Mediation does not deal with the most structural dimension of the conflict. Solving a conflict also means assessing the cause that originated it, but usually the mediations only focus in solving the conflict itself and not facing its cause. Something uh, the school doesn't take the responsibility of assessing the causes and other sources are necessary. As a result, their conciliation may be easy, but changing the dynamic of relations may not. Formal mediation is a scarcely system applied to solve conflicts between students and teachers. The scars used the meditation is due to intrinsic limitation of the educational system itself. Many teachers don't use it because they just use the dialogue to comprehend and make sure the students uh, understand and look for mutual solutions so they don't need a third person to solve conflicts. Formal mediation lacks of exemplified potential. Sometimes penalized methods are used to one student in order that the rest acquire the idea of the importance of their behavior. However, mediation is a private process and occurs in a confidentiality context, so students don't acquire the learning process of mediation. And finally, mediation <coughs> requires trained <coughs> mediators. Mediation is a technique that needs formation and practice. The formation is carried out from the beginning, but it's essential that mediators continue repeating the process in order that new students and teachers join to the team of mediation and treatment of conflict so uh, that this method is trained. Okay, that's all for today in URJC Radio Channel. We hope you have enjoyed and you and we hope that uh, you return after Easter holidays, you have a good vacation and we will wait for you with new fresh topics. Bye! Bye.